welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Well, I want to take today and uh, celebrate with you what God did through our church with One Day to Feed the World. And for those that missed it, just to make sure everybody's on the same page, it was explained at uh, Apple Valley Campus, but I wanna make sure it's explained for everyone. We asked everyone to pray about giving one day's wage uh, to feed the world and to say, I'm gonna do what I can. I know that it won't feed everybody, but I'm gonna do one day's wage personally and do that. And uh, we partnered with Convoy of Hope and we said, uh, this is something that we felt that God impressed upon my heart to do. I was thinking that we were already doing good. We had about $200,000 in our Kingdom Builders plan to uh, give to feeding people around the world. But God's like, nope, you need to do this. And I'm gonna do something in you and in your church. And I wanna let you know that thousands of you said yes. And that's significant. Like in a time when people are saying no, and uh, you might say, well, it was just one day's wage. No, I'm telling you that many times people get more affluent and they get more stingy. And I wanna say thank you for uh, in, your, in your affluence and living blessed to be a blessing. You said, all right, we'll add one more thing and we'll do this and we're gonna live and, and be generous. And um, some, I, I just was so excited about this real tangible thing that God was doing. And I believe that God was doing something bigger than us just giving. And I'm gonna preach this message today about that, about what I believe God's doing since we gave this money to the poor and to those that need food. And if you remember, this is not our plan. Becca asked me, what are you preaching on this week? And I told her, she's like, that wasn't what was planned. I said, I know God's doing something in our heart. God's doing something supernatural. So I want you to know, this is bigger than the money. There's a breakthrough that is going on and I won't make you any, wait any longer. We were hoping that we'd get over $500,000 and not only did we get $500,000, we went way past that. Right now, it stands at $890,067 for one day to feed the world. Praise God. That's a huge number. Almost a million dollars. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. And, and remember, that's in addition to the tithe, in addition to Kingdom Builders. This is a special offering. It was a second offering. And there's still an opportunity to give. And I'm not trying to convince anybody to do it. Like, I'm already blown away with what God's already done. But if you're like, that's so exciting, I want to be part of it, please take that opportunity. Go to the website. Uh, be sure to give and to be part of that. And we'll give you a final, final total. Um, but there have been things that I've been praying about uh, ever since God dropped this on my heart, it's been so emotional. Like, this is something you need to do. And this is something that I'm teaching you and something I'm doing to break through in the church. And um, I wanna focus on two things. What has been unleashed and what has been released? I believe there are things that have been unleashed and I believe there are things that have been released. And um, I'll start with that, what has been unleashed. And I, I've realized that as we're obedient to God, it, it unleashes the kingdom of God moving forward all around us. It unleashes that. Like, God's like, I want you to obey me. I want you to say yes. I want you to do these 
simple steps, and it's gonna unleash something that's gonna go forward. And when we love our neighbor and we do what God says, we love him with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and then love our neighbor as ourselves. it unleashes something. When we live out the golden rule, do unto others as you would um, have them do to you, something is unleashed. The kingdom of God keeps getting unleashed as we live out the yeses that God tells us to live. When we did this with giving to the poor, there's an, an unleashing that is happening where the kingdom of God is moving forward all around us. People were saying that they had opportunity to talk to their coworkers, opportunity to talk to their family members, opportunity to talk to neighbors. Opportunity, like one person said, give me the link, I'm sending it to all my friends. Like something is being unleashed in this. And, and the Bible says that when we, when we gave to the poor, we actually gave unto Christ. Something was being uh, unleashed uh, all around us and there was a spiritual dynamic that was happening. There was also a spiritual dynamic that was happening in, in that when we're unleashing this, when, when we've received a spiritual blessing from God and then we release a financial blessing to the world, they receive that financial blessing, which opens up their heart to receive a spiritual blessing. How many know there's something that goes on and you were moving the kingdom of God forward. You were unleashing the kingdom of God. And uh, I do wanna say this just so you um, understand this. Any gift of charity that we did for the poor, we were believing that they would see this generosity and that hope would rise up in their heart. And we were believing then with hope rising up in their heart that they would find out who's behind that hope. We sing that song, how many know hope has a name? His name is Jesus, okay? We were believing that a, a gift that was unleashed would, would unleash hope in them and then would also unleash the opportunity for them to really meet Jesus Christ. But I want you to know, we, there's, there's no conditions on helping the poor. If they say yes to Jesus, we rejoice. If they say no to Jesus, we will continue to do good. We're not like, oh, there's no, you didn't say, give me back your food. We're not doing that, all right? There's no forced conversion or anything. We're just believing that what we unleashed, the kingdom of God being active, being lived out in that way will unleash something, will give them hope and give that opportunity for them to say yes to Jesus. Now, um, I wanna point out a, a non-Christian charity cannot do that. Like they can do a good deed and they can let hope rise up, but they, they never close out the loop. They can never close out the loop like a Christian charity can, where it can say, hey, you, you, these people were moved to help you. You received hope in your time of pain and your time of suffering. And, and I don't know what they do then. They say like, go to school more or let's take a group photo or you see, what I'm saying, where do they go after that? But we can say there's more, there's more if you wanna know why they did that. And we can close out that loop and bring them to the hope that is Jesus. And I thank God for what you unleashed. And I believe this, that when we did this, um, your, your, your obedience unleashed in your life, faith, hope, love. I believe that it unleashed the kingdom of God to go forward in a faster way. I believe that Communities can be changed because of what you did in this. And I believe that I'm praying for this now and I was praying all week, Lord, we did this, it wasn't planned. You're speaking to me, like what else do you want me to share? And I believe that your yes unleashed more yeses in you. 
That yes, like we had people calling up the church and saying, I've never felt this good. Like people were calling like, that was my biggest gift I've ever done. Other people called and said, you'll, you'll never believe this, but this was the first gift I've ever done. Like I've sat here for years and I, I finally did one. And, it, and, and they were almost like, what's the next yes? What's the next? And we're like, small groups, serve team, there's more. You know, like, and I believe this, it unleashed the ability for you to serve, to give, to care, to help, to lead. And, and you see in the Bible, and I don't have time to go into it all the way, there's so much that I wanna cover. Um, when, when the Samaritan woman, when the woman at the well says yes to Jesus, she runs back to her city. And her saying yes to Jesus unleashes her being an evangelist and talking about this, which unleashes a whole uh, kingdom of God falling upon that city and all these people coming to faith in Jesus. It's a beautiful thing. Your, your yes has just unleashed what I believe is yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I want you to understand that's something that God wanted to do in our church with something as simple as one day to feed the world. One day to feed the world released all these yeses. Now, um, I, I also believe that your yes released something supernatural. I believe what God wants to do in our future is bigger than, than the offering we gave. I believe that what God wants to do and he wants to take us to another level as a church and he's like, I needed you to focus on this. I needed this to become a new emphasis. You, you, you had the 200,000 and we're gonna take care of all those obligations, then send Convoy of Hope, 690,000, then whatever the total is, we'll add that and just keep sending it to Convoy. But he's like, I needed you to get there. You gotta understand, this is why I felt so emotional and why God was just asking us to do this at this time. And I, and I, and I, I was like, we're doing so many things. We've got, you know, the Kingdom Builders Banquet and we got the Miracle Offering, we got Year End and, and, and God's like, no, I need to unleash something. And the Lord brought me to all these different blessings that are released from taking care of the poor. And I wanna go over them. There's all these different blessings that are released from taking care of the poor. And God was like, I need you to step up in this area and I'm going to release a blessing. And that I, now there's a, a ton of blessings that I'm gonna talk about that are there. And um, I found this list from On Walk With The Wise, but there's more, there's so many, I just whittled it down to a few. But there are so many blessings that are tied to caring for the poor. And it's important to understand that God pours out blessings and, he, and it's right in his word. And I want you to understand like, I'm so glad that I didn't get this download from God until after we did the offering last week, okay? Um, we didn't go into the offering like, all right, guys, if you do this, there's blessing. Who wants them? <laughs> we were like, hey, there's a need. You've been blessed. God's heart is for the poor. Would you sacrifice? Would you do this? And you did it without even knowing the blessings that were there. And it reminded me um, when I was praying this week of when Beck and I went to Japan and we went to one of the temples where the people were worshiping in Japan. And, and on the way in, there was this huge board spread out with little tokens, if you will. And there was like a menu. And it said like, basically, basically, what do you want from God? Like, here it is, it was a menu. And it was like, better grades, you know? It was like $20 and there's a little token you'd buy. 
And then it was like, a spouse, $80. Spouse that doesn't argue, $120. No, I mean, it was like, it was like, it had all these things. And before you even went in and gave, you were thinking, what do I want from God? Now it's a false God, okay? False God, not gonna answer the prayer. But still, nonetheless, the way that they worship their false God was, we're gonna have a moment, I'm gonna think about what I want, and then I'm gonna put a dollar amount with what I want, get the little token, and then go up to the altar, and then fling it in, like a, almost like an a arcade game, you know, like at Valley Fair, like they'd fling it in, you know? And, and then they'd hope that, like, what I hoped for, what I gave, bought me what I was hoping for, okay? You didn't do that. This message is after the fact. And I want you to understand your heart was pure. You were giving and you were saying like, I'm just doing this because the need is so big. God, your heart is for the poor. This is something that I feel compelled to do in my spirit and I wanna give, but I want you to know that there are blessing after blessing after blessing. And I believe this, I, I, I really believe this. Some of you need to appropriate these blessings right now. When I say it, you're like, that one's mine. Appropriate. Appropriate means to make it your own, to grab hold of it. We talked about this in the healing series. We talked about you appropriate, you say, that is mine. I am not letting go of that. I am appropriating that into my life. It is for me. And some of you, as I say these blessings, you're gonna be like, that's mine. I didn't even know that was a, gonna happen out of giving to the poor, but Lord, I, I want that one. Lord, I, I, I ask for that one. All right, so I'm gonna go through this. In Proverbs 28, 27, it says, those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. So number one, you will lack nothing. If you give to the poor, you will lack, that's what it says in the word of God. And, 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 and it goes against common sense. You think, if I'm not gonna lack anything, I gotta hold on. God's like, no, if you give to the poor, you will lack nothing. It doesn't count on the thousands of ways that God is able to bless you. Right. Testimony after testimony was coming in. Didn't even anticipate this. I was just praying again, we'd go over 500,000, and then God's giving me more updates, and people are calling and texting. Jim and Linda at our Faribault campus figured out, they said, this is what our one day's wages. They look at each other, let's do it. They do it, they get home from church and all of a sudden they open up their mail and the next day, and there is a check from the IRS for the exact amount. They're like, what in the world? You can't, the IRS is sending money, all right? God's like, I can make them do it, all right? Uh, one of the people at our city campus, I didn't get a name on this testimony. While he was sitting there thinking, I'm doing the one day to feed the world. I'm doing the one day to feed the world. He does it as he does it in service, sitting there, so he looks at his phone. It's somebody that owed him money from Nashville, says, man, I, this is the first payment. Sorry, I owe you this money. I've really felt compelled. He's like, are you kidding me? God's like, watch, watch, watch. You will lack nothing, trust me. Yeah. I had somebody that Beck and I loaned money to 10 years ago, called me this week. Didn't prompt them, didn't hint, did, did nothing. And they said, you know what I just realized? I never paid you back. I'm like, you're kidding me from 10 years ago. I'm just, I'm, I mean, and the, just things kept flying in. The word of God says, Proverbs 27, those who give to the poor will lack nothing. Some of you need to appropriate that. Some of you are like, you're, you, you thought, okay, now I will lack, but I'll do this. God says you will lack nothing. Number two, Proverbs 14, 21 says, 
He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. You will be happy. You will be happy when you give to the poor, when you do this, when you take care of those people. It's right there in the word of God. Scientists have proven that when you give to the poor, when you do this, when you do something like one day to feed the world, just naturally proven in your body, endorphins start to release and you feel good about it. People were just like, like, I've never felt this good. I mean, you know, they, uh, yeah, this is so good. Beyond that, here's the thing why you feel happy. The smile of God is on you. God's like, that's what I want my kids to do. I want my kids to take the blessings that they've been given. Trust me that I will take care of them. They will lack nothing and I'll take care of you. And so God's smiling on you. And then when you have that alignment in your life, when you're actually living out what you say, all of a sudden there's a joy. There's like a happiness, like, man, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. This is like, I mean, that, that happens so you'll be happy. Number three, you will be repaid by the Lord. Proverbs 19, 17 says, when you give to the poor, it's like lending to the Lord and the Lord will pay you back. Now, when I read that, I was like, Lord, I, I, I don't wanna be paid back. Like, I, I just wanted to do it. Like, like, like I just wanted to do it because I wanted to take care of the poor. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, tithe is obedience. Kingdom builders is like a gift and saying, I wanna go above and beyond. But when you're doing benevolence to the poor in this way, God's like, no, no, I see what you're doing. When you're giving to the poor, you did it under me and I'm, I'm gonna take care of it. And I have this picture in my mind of God's like, no, I invited you to take care of the poor and I'm taking care of you. I got another picture in my mind. Um, our son, Logan, our youngest son, Logan, married into an Italian family, the Di Nicolas, uh, who are part of our church. And I've learned a lot about Italians ever since then. And I've learned, like, if you do a favor for them, as soon as they can, they want to pay back the favor. They, they want to be in the position that you owe them, not they owe you. All right? Right? And, and so God's like, oh, no, you're going to lend to the poor? Watch this. You're lending to me. I got you. I got a blessing for you. No, no. Now you're, no, no, I got this. That's what it says. It says right there, and you will be repaid by the Lord. Number four, it says, you will be rescued in the day of trouble. Psalm 41.1. You, Lord God, bless everyone who cares for the poor and you rescue those people in times of trouble. The passage goes on to say that he'll, he'll preserve you, he'll keep you alive. There's other promises, but it's right there. You will be rescued in your day of trouble. Some of you were facing a day of trouble and you didn't even realize that by giving one day's wage, you're, God's like, watch what I'll do. I'm gonna rescue you in your day of trouble. I mean, Appropriate that. If that's you, you're like, that's me. I'm facing a day of trouble. At the end of service, go forward. Whatever one of these popped out to you, you come forward, whether you pray with a prayer team member or not, and you say, God, that's mine. I'm appropriating that. All right, here's another one. Number five, you will receive a special blessing of healing. All right? Now, I understand that healing has been purchased for everyone, and I want to do this out of order for the team. Isaiah 53, 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We believe that is for everyone at all times. Every single one of us that calls upon the name of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that promise is ours, and we have been appropriating healing. We're not just hoping that God is chaplain God, we still believe that he's healing God and that he's a powerful God. And so we believe that's for everyone. But in Psalm 41, verse three, it says there's a special blessing upon those people that give to the poor. You always heal them. 
and restore their strength when they are sick. Remember, this is talking about the people that care for the poor. It's right there. It's right there. It's like, I don't know if it's like speedy delivery. I don't know if it, I don't know how it works, but I'm just telling you, it's a promise that is there. And some of you didn't know, like you didn't go into, please, you didn't go in like, okay, God, I need a healing. So one day to feed the world and now I'm gonna buy the token. No, you went in and said, God, I'm gonna do this to care for the poor. But now that I know that that's a, a, a promise, I know that that's part of it. God, I wanna grab that one. I wanna grab that from your grace and from your goodness. And I believe that can be mine. Another one, you will be blessed on earth. Psalm 41, again, there's, there's all these that are right in that text. You, Lord God, bless everyone who cares for the poor and you rescue those people in times of trouble. You protect them and keep them alive. You make them happy here in this land and you don't hand them over to their enemies. The word that is blessed there is a Hebrew word that means to advance, to prosper, to go on to be happy. Like God's like saying, I'm blessing you in this earth. Many times when we, when we give to the Lord and when we give in kingdom builders, we do these things or we even give to the poor. Like one day we thought like, okay, Lord, that's way out there. And this promise says there's blessings here. There's blessings here that are ours. When we do that, Proverbs 22, nine says, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. There's a blessing that comes out. Now, again, I know that it's, it's counter Minnesotan. You know, we're like, no, 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 I don't need anything. I don't know. And for those that are watching online around the world, we have people in Alaska and Germany and South Africa, and we get that, and okay. But it, we're almost like, no, no, I, 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 it can all wait. I don't, I don't, I don't need anything now, you know. It, it says it. It says it now, and here's the way I'm gonna live. As I get blessed and God blesses me on this earth where I'm living now, I get to be blessed again and re-bless and re-bless and re-bless. And I'm gonna say, God, I'm gonna continue to bless and do things like this. I'm gonna be blessed on this earth. It, it's, it's as if like caring for the poor is like one of God's love languages. And he's like, oh, thank you. You filled my tank here. Like, like his tank can be filled, but you get the point. You know, how many know the five love languages, right? If you don't know that, you should know that, especially if you're married, you should know what they are, all right? But he's like, I will bless you on earth right now. And you will live blessed to be a blessing. I was sharing with a group of pastors this week, live updates. I was with some pastors, which incidentally, I had a Convoy of Hope event last week and I was sharing with them about our one day and I just broke down and I just was saying like, God has just blessed our church and, and we wanna live blessed to be a blessing. And as he pours out more blessings on, him, on us, we just wanna be more blessed back to the world and to him and continue to like live in this cycle of blessing. And we just live this way. You can be blessed on this earth. That's what this word says. Another one though, which is what I was kind of alluding to, you will have treasure in heaven. You have treasure in heaven. When Jesus spoke to the rich young ruler, listen to this, what it says in Mark 10, 21. Jesus looked at the rich young ruler and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor. Aren't you glad that we just asked for one day's wage? Yeah. He's like, all, all that you have. And he says, give to the poor. And then what does he say? And you will have 
treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. You, you also are blessed on this earth, but you also have treasure in heaven. You have treasure in heaven from doing this. And, and there's an ability to take what you have, the finances you have. And when you do this, he says, when you give to the poor and then you have treasure in heaven, he's saying there's something about that when you give to the poor. And if it was good for the rich young ruler, it's good for us too in this way. And, and, and there's a treasure in heaven that is there for us. Some of it is the people that are helped from that, that find Jesus and have eternal life. I, I don't know how God is fully gonna reward this, but it says that I can take what I have here, use it for his glory and honor, and I'm sending it ahead. I love what Randy Alcorn says, you can't take it with you, but you can send it ahead. I like that, I like that. And by the way, when I was working on this, I was like, that could be a future sermon. Things that make it into heaven. I've come up with three things so far. Your prayers make it into heaven. Your prayers do. I, I figured out that your giving, your generosity makes it into heaven because it says you have treasure in heaven. So that makes it, and people can make it in. If you can think of other things that make it into heaven, that might make a good sermon up ahead someday, all right? Things that make it into heaven. All right, I got three more. Number eight, God will preserve you and keep you alive. Again, going back to Psalm 41. You, Lord, God bless everyone who cares for the poor and you rescue those people in times of trouble. You protect them and keep them alive. It says it right there. And I gotta tell you this, I've never had more intercessory prayer in my life than when I had my heart attack, okay? Years ago, uh, when I was 49, I had a heart attack. And the word went out to all the missionaries and everybody, and those missionaries were fasting and praying for me. And they were like, that pastor leads a generous church and we don't want him to die. Lord, keep that man alive. I'm telling you what, if you want missionaries praying for you, you be generous. I'm telling you, and, and it, but his promise is there whether the missionaries are praying for you or not. Some of you are, are, you need to stay alive so you'll be generous. And you say, God, I wanna, I wanna stay alive so I can live this generosity. I wanna be more generous. I don't, I, I don't wanna leave it for all my relatives and Lord only knows what they're gonna spend it on. I'm gonna be generous. Keep me alive. Keep me alive and let me be generous. That's what the promise of God is there. Number nine, two more. The Lord will bless your work. I really felt like some of you need to grab a hold of this. And I even believe there are some people that did one day's income. I thought as I prayed about this, there were perhaps people that did one day's income from their entire work or their company. Deuteronomy 15.10, give generously to them and do so without a grudging heart. This is God speaking to the children of Israel about giving to the poor. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to do. I believe that there's a work blessing on you. There's a work blessing. There's a blessing upon your place of employment or the business that you have going on as you were caring for the poor. God's like, I'm pouring out a blessing on your workplace. And the last one, number 10, God will exalt you with honor. Psalm 112 verse nine, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honor. This is talking about people that are generous to the poor and horns signifies dignity. It says your dignity will be brought forth in honor. 
There's something about it when you care for the poor and you say, God, I'm gonna live differently. And I believe all these things were released. And I believe that there's something that God wants to take us into another level. Uh, I'm as excited about where we're going as a church right now than any other time because I, I, I always knew that we had a part for the poor. And I always knew, I mean, a couple hundred thousand dollars is nothing to say like, that's nothing. Like we were doing a million meals for people, but God's like, there's more, there's more, there's more. And you're yes, 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 and you're yes. All unleash something. And I believe that there are blessings that God is unleashing upon our congregation and upon your lives and upon your business. And I am believing for that. I'm believing there's a supernatural release. I was trying to figure out, God, how's the year end gonna work out? How's it gonna happen this year? And God's like, you're not gonna do that. God has taught me so many lessons. I remember the first time we came in a miracle offering and I was doing the math and I was trying to figure out, oh, you know, this and, and if everybody, and, and God's like, no, don't do the math. Let people do their part. And then I was worried like we could ask for too much giving in a row. And God's like, no, giving is a muscle. And the more the church uses it, the stronger they get. And God's been showing us. And then we overcame the lie of just in case during COVID, like what if, what if, and just in case we better hold on. I'm, I've never been more excited to say, God, what is the blessing that you wanna release? Way more than a check from the IRS, I believe that. I believe God has got things that he's gonna release and there's things that are gonna be healings and miracles and your life will be preserved and there'll be breakthrough that is there. I believe that God has done something and where we're going into the next thing, the reason that it was so emotional in my life, the reason that I just felt the spirit of God so strong is like, God was like, I need this to uh, release something. I need this to release something. I need this to be a blessing conduit upon the congregation. And I believe that you responded. We've never had an offering like that for one project, ever. We've never had an offering. Like, remember, we had tithe, king builders, and then this. May God release upon your life the blessing that he wants to release. May there be something supernatural. May there be unleashed kingdom of God in your workplace, in your family, in your, in your school. May, the, may it, there's gonna be something unleashed in you. May spiritual gifts be unleashed in you. May there be something that happens in you that you go to another level. And may there be a release of these blessings overflowing on your life where you're giving and God's like giving back and you're giving more and you're giving more. I believe God's gonna take it to another level. So Lord, I just pray right now that you would help us as a church to realize this. There was something you had to release in us. We were, it's a new lesson that had to be learned. It's a new step that had to be taken. And God, I thank you that we didn't scratch out tithes. We didn't scratch out kingdom builders. This was a new thing and there was a sacrifice to it. And you saw that. And I pray God from that more blessings will be poured out. I pray that people would appropriate, grab hold of them, whatever fit them and whatever they were believing for. May their generosity, may their willingness to give to the poor before they ever knew the blessing, open up for them a blessing that is poured out on them. And may something supernatural be happening in the hearts of all those that attend our church. May something supernatural be happening in our church. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.